Hey everyone, welcome to Webusters episode 6, that's number 6, because we skipped one week, because, well, we're back, that's what really matters, so, uh, we're going to introduce ourselves again. I'm Steven, we got Brian. Hello. Does he not? I had to say something to I hope I, 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 I heard your neck pop when you do that, I, I hope we can hear it. Just like, <laughs> Hi, I'm Brian. That's Tyler. Yeah, that's me. Yeah, and Harry. Hi. And today we're going to talk about Zelda, Breath of the Wild, and how awesome it is, or... That's it. It's really awesome. So we've only had two people that really played it. Me. And Tyler. Yeah, okay. I personally haven't. It's a great game. It's just great. It's a great game. New high for Zelda games, for sure. Definitely. Um, In comparison to all the other Zelda games, blows them out of the water. Absolutely. I I enjoy it. I think it's good. I think it's Nintendo's best game, actually. Not just for the Zelda franchise, I think it's their most put-together game they've ever done. I, I, yeah, I would agree, because you... I said this last night, uh, but when just walking around, you can feel, like, how much love Nintendo put into it. Because, like, it just feels like they put so much work into this game. In every way. Work is a really good, a good, a good word to use, I think, because there's just so much... And with with many games of like an open world nature, are there's like a lot of geographical area, and there may be lots of things to see, but there's not much to do. And Zelda is full of stuff to do. Like you're doing something in every spot in the map, and it gives you and, some, and it gives you like the tools to do it too. Like uh, to do it how you want to. There's a, a, a however you want. Yeah, it's very it's weird. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we're hesitating to just jump in, um, but but yeah, it's it's really something special. I was I was talking to Tyler last night, and uh, he was saying like the shrines in the game, mm-hmm. um, they're almost designed to a point like they're not difficult. It's like they're designed you for there, you to walk in. You figure it out real quick. You don't see, you don't take any time that you need to to figure out a puzzle, and you're out. Because of there's course, so yeah. many ways to figure them out that like you walk in, you think of your way to do it, and you're gone. Yeah, one thing I want to talk about the shrines specifically is. The dungeons, which is like the staple of Zelda, is the dungeons, to me, often halt the pacing of the games to the point where often I wouldn't go back and finish them. Water Temple. Water Temple. <laughs> yeah. um, so I was playing Wind Waker, and I really liked the game, and I got to a specific dungeon, and I put it down for a bit, but then I just never came back to it. Not because I didn't want to, just because I put it down and went to play something else and just naturally kind of didn't come back, if that makes sense. I actually wanted to start by talking about uh, some of the negatives about the game, uh, because it's gotten such universal acclaim uh, from all sides. Um, the The game is not perfect. I do not think it's a 10 out of 10. It gets a, it gets away with a lot because it's Zelda, and I was telling him last night, it also gets a lot of flack for being Zelda. Well, it's, yeah, I agree with that. Um, 10 out of 10, okay, so we could have a whole topic on, um, we probably will eventually, on why 10 out of 10 is a stupid score. It doesn't, make, it doesn't mean anything. It means masterpiece, which is if when we review a game, that's the terminology we'll, that we'll, we'll use. Because first of all, there's no such thing as a perfect game. Because every game can be graphically better, every game can handle a little bit better. Maybe an animation messes up. It's just every game has a bug, right? Um, so that's a that's a dumb thing anyway to even discuss whether mm-hmm. or not it's perfect. To me, because you can be a masterpiece. Uh, it's like a painting. Like even masterpiece paintings have strokes that aren't perfect. It doesn't matter. Like the actual. The actual thing as a whole is when you take it as a whole. It as works for it works for that person. So it, is it, it getting away with stuff because it's Zelda? Yeah, it is, but it's also doing something that no other game's done before. So what I keep hearing and it kind of it kind of angers me is like it's just another you know it's another open world game just because it's Zelda. No, it's nothing like any other open world game. It's completely different. Anybody who says that just doesn't know anything about games. But they haven't played it. Yeah, <laughs> is, is the key. They're jealous that a game's getting a lot of attention, and yeah. they're not having their favorite game get and the I, attention. And I get that this game didn't have the Zelda attached name attached to it. Probably wouldn't got as many high scores or as many perfects or whatever. Um, but that's why that terminology is dumb, and we should just use masterpiece instead of perfect. Um, I actually want to say that I don't. This is the first Zelda game that I don't think necessarily gets away with something because it's Zelda. I think. So many of the things it does, it does the best. And I don't, I can't really think of any particularly particular system other than one that other games necessarily do better and that it only gets away with because it's Zelda. And that is horses, because horses are bad. <laughs> I think that um, there's other things about it that are 
I don't think they're balanced perfectly. I think the weapon breaking system is uh, is necessary to the game. I think it it makes you have to explore. It makes you have to confront enemies to get new um, weapons. But at the same time, it's too everything's too even the master sword when you get them like at the end of the game when you get the the best essential weapon in the game. It's breaking. It doesn't take long for it to run out of and it doesn't break but run out of power or whatever so it's a it's a mechanic that i understand why they put it in the game but they overdid it i think i don't think the game controls perfectly it has a what i consider to be a weird control system the, the, the whole weird the whole time i was playing the game uh i keep trying to run I, not so hitting a button. I just I, to describe how i was holding my controller um my right hand is basically like in a claw formation because i have to be able to move the camera with the right stick but also hold x to run so my right thumb is on the analog stick and my pointer finger on my right hand is on the x button to run to run and move the camera at the same time the whole game i played like that it was driving me nuts it may seem like a uh, weird question but does the uh l3 and r3 l3 crouches yeah okay they do it should run it should yeah, run. It should run. R3 First of crouch. all, you should have defaulted your jump to the, the jump button for American audiences. It is what it is. You can switch it, and that's the first thing I did when I put the game you in. You can switch it? it. <laughs> oh before I even started the game with the options and fixed that. But, like, just American Americans play one way. Japanese people play a different way. But, like, it should be default how we play games. And that, like, so I, I couldn't, I would not have played the game without the option to switch those two. That sounds ridiculous. I would have done it. Um, I've played almost the entirety of the game with a pro controller. That helps. Tremendously, uh, even though the Switch controls really well the, with the with the Joy Con. I played with the Joy Cons the whole time. The shoulder. I played several hours. With the the shoulder buttons too. still drive me nuts. Yeah, they're not perfect. The Pro controller is really good, so mm. that's I think the ideal way to play is on a TV with the, with the Pro controller. Um, but I have enjoyed my time with it portable as well. But going go back to negatives, uh, yeah. there's, there's several horses. Uh, so horses are definitely a negative. I horses are my biggest negative. It um, started off as a plus because I like I like the way this control and you have to like he starts to kind of do what he wants to until you calm him down. I, that was cool. Um, the broken mechanic is of course the fact that you, they're useless for half the map because they can't do invisible walls and you can't call them hardly ever. You cannot call a horse unless you are in the range of said horse. Which is a dumb idea. <laughs> Ocarina of Time lets you call your horse wherever you are. With, your, with the magic song. Which was made 18 years ago. Well, any game, every game that I've ever played, it gets, lets you call your mounts anywhere. And it, to me, it makes sense. And uh, so, it, and I think I mentioned The Witcher every podcast, but The Witcher 3 would be a game <laughs> that if you if you didn't let you, it kind of makes sense because it's going for a realistic thing. But Zelda's not ever trying for realism ever, so it makes nope. no sense to use that as a mechanic. Um, I don't think that sprinting should be tied to stamina. I don't think there's there's been so few times that sprinting was the issue with stamina that, that meant something to me. Like climbing, it makes sense because it's part of the way the world's designed. Um, charge attacks. Charge attacks make sense. But stamina tied to sprinting only makes the game less fun uh, to me, to be honest. It's the same th- way that Final Fantasy was. It was just Final Fantasy XV. There's just no need to it, tie it, it, to it. It puts like a... It puts it kind of throws a wrench in exploring. There's yeah, there's just no need for it, and that uh, coupled with the fact that horses aren't great, it, it, it's the same problem, right? Because I want to get around quick, so I, the horses aren't great, so I don't use them, and then I constantly have to reset my stamina. I don't know. So that's, that's a system that wasn't uh, completely well thought out. I don't think a negative that you know you, you you've been seeing everywhere is the frame rate problems. I haven't had any. I've had one when you get you know the very first tower. Where did you play it on? TV uh, or TV? Okay, yeah, I've had tons on TV. And like that was the the one. I was like, wow, that's really bad. And then once I got out into it and playing it, it barely happened. There's none. None, none, There's not any. Like I've yet to drop into it. I've had several frame rate drops, but it's weird. And I tried to explain. I was talking to my wife about it. I don't. It's hard to explain why it doesn't even bother me in this game. There's something about the way that I don't know if it's the art style. I don't know what it is, but it doesn't make me sick, or it doesn't bother me. Like, I've noticed it and, like, oh, I kind of wish that wasn't the case. But there are certain games when frame rate drops, like, I, it really gets to me. Like, uh, Final Fantasy XV had a couple that really got to me when it would happen. Uh, this game drops a good bit when you have, especially if it's raining and there's grass. That's the main time. It's if like you a fight a moblin, whenever you kill a moblin, the frame, yeah, it, it goes thing. to, like, single digit. It's Only moblins, not Pokeblins or Lizalfos. Only yeah. moblins. It's, it's, it's that's the big dudes, thing. right? The big dudes. I also yeah. feel like they rushed this game out, to be honest with you, um, to, to make the Switch launch. Because I think it was a Q1 thing they needed. Uh, I feel like they, they, need, they needed their launch Zelda because game. I thought they held it off. They probably Well, here's the thing. Uh, what's so odd about that specific thing is that we know that the, the Switch has two modes that it runs in. It runs in tablet mode. It runs in docked mode, right? Mm-hmm. And essentially, it almost doubles the power is what the, the specs are. And bumping from 720p to 900p is not that big of a jump. 
So doubling the power should get you a stable frame rate. It's almost like it's not using all the power and it's docked. I don't know if that's true. I've heard it mentioned on a couple different podcasts. I don't know. Um, but I think with optimization time and probably even something they could patch later to fix that. I don't, I don't think that's inherent to the game design. I think it's inherent to the build of the game. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Another thing I have a weird issue with is I think people are overstating how good it looks. From an art design standpoint, it is anywhere from okay to fantastic. There are times in the game, like a time of it's daytime and the grass in front of Hyrule Castle, that it's beautiful. Blood moons. Blood moons Blood look moons. awesome. Uh, but there's also times when uh, anywhere else where it doesn't look good. The, all the textures are super muddy on the, on the trees and the rocks and stuff. Uh, jaggies everywhere. There's like no there's like a ton of aliases in the game. There's tons. Uh, when it re- really looked good for me was when I was like, wow, was when it was like sunset. When it hit that Sunset point. Sunset looks good. So for a good example of what it doesn't look fantastic, that first thing when you get out of the tomb and you run out and you see the world, I just played Horizon, and that's like, this is not remotely impressive. <laughs> like, it looks okay. <laughs> and when you get up close to stuff, it doesn't look great. It doesn't matter in a Zelda game. That's why I don't care. Um, it's, all, it's about it's like, more about the art style. We'll probably talk yeah. about Horizon a lot because there are two open world games that came out at similar times. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Horizon, it matters. Because it's part of the draw of Horizon is how breathtakingly gorgeous this world is and these characters are. It's amazing. Zelda obviously doesn't have that, but it doesn't, also doesn't need it. That being said, um, some other neg- need- a, qu- a quick a quick negative for Zelda for I think everybody. Is, I've got uh, the American voice acting. Yeah. yeah, the voice acting was not good. It's rough, and it's, I, and, it's, and it's I looked rough. it up, and like at first I was like, I was like, oh, it's probably like really like not known people who yeah. have never really done video games before. Yeah. They are people who uh, mostly Ubisoft actors. I really think it's uh they haven't these people haven't directed. Voice yeah, acting. It, it, I was about to say, and it's voice direction. Yeah, and it's That's also it's two two things with, with the voice acting for me. One of them is people are going to say this proves it didn't need it. I disagree. I like it. Even a not great version of it is better than nothing. I like the, the cutscenes mean they feel more important when, when there's uh, voices. The voices yeah. and they're not awful. It's not awful voice acting. It's just not great. It's not good. It's yeah. not even it's average. Yeah. Um, I like Zelda's voice is fine. Uh, yeah, Luffy's online. She's her character is not great to me so far. I haven't been yet. Point three fourths away, maybe more. Um, so yeah, it's the voice acting wasn't fantastic, and it also wasn't nearly enough of it. If you're going to do voice acting, then do voice Commit. acting. Like, have most of the characters be speaking and spoken dialogue. The points that they use it make sense. That they only use it for those points. Because they only use it for important story parts. It, it was, it, they took the... Like, before I came out, I told Harry, I was like, they're going to take the Fire Emblem approach. Which is... Uh, cutscenes they're gonna have it very important moments and like little you know the little noises in between dialogue like yeah and stuff like that See, i don't but, like that either do the game and voices or don't do it i can't stand to be talking to a character and they immediately talk to the character again i gotta read it like just choose one and go with it to me <laughs> that was one of the uh, negatives i wanted to bring up from what i've noticed but another one would be uh what about the story mode what do you story mean? mode campaigns real good the mission <laughs> the, story, the main mission it's, it's a Zelda story it's a it's a, it's it's rough um so it's a Zelda story <laughs> <laughs> it's a Zelda story and it's rough uh no good it um good. it starts off really interesting I think it kind of goes it's it's kind of got like a a rough uh like stereotypical intro like oh mysterious old man who's who could this be um but as, like, the beginning after you meet the old man, whenever it gets into, like, going to Kakariko Village and meeting Impa. Yeah, okay. All of that I'm into. Go do that. I'm into all of that. And then right after that, the, that's when the game, like, really opens up and it's like, hey, go to these four places and do whatever you want. Um, the individual stories with each of the races, I think, is really cool. Because after you get after you get to Impa, you have to go to the, each of the four main... Once, ra- once again... Four main things to collect, four <laughs> temples, four giants, whatever. You have to go to the four main races and <laughs> fix something for them. And the first one I did was the Zora one, which is by far the best one. Yeah. Not, yeah and no it kind of stinks that it's like kind of like it's kind of supposed to be the first it's one. The, it's obviously the first one. Yeah. Um, And it's so much better than the rest because it does something that like a Zelda game hasn't really done before where like the Zoras are kind of like. Sharks like xenophobic yeah, <laughs> about other races. They don't like Hylians. They they hate Hylians because they killed their princess queen. Whatever. 
and that part was really like the Zelda games never done that before. It was it was really interesting. But then like the Goron place was just like, hey, we got a salamander up on a mountain, man. Can you take care of that? <laughs> and the the Gerudo, I, I liked the Gerudo just for. I only like the Gerudo area out of nostalgia because a lot of it is from Ocarina of Time. You'd still do like a sneaking mission with people. Um, they talk about the sage from Ocarina of Time, um, but as a whole, like by itself, I don't think. How about the Gerudo uh, place, place is weak? No, let's say the bir- bird. The Rito. I haven't went there. That's the last place. I'm I think the Rito is cool because the Rito think they're way better than you. They just look cool, like, and they look rad. That's why. That's why. Another reason I like the uh, the way the. Um, What's the Zora look? The Zora look awesome. So they, they, they're they're sharks around. now. Yeah, they're, 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 and it's cool. So being around the sharks and being around the bird people just is visually interesting. And the um, Gorons are just rocks, and we've seen them a lot. And yeah, just not... like the thing is about that though is yeah, I don't want to like dive into Zelda lore or anything, <laughs> but uh, go ahead. Z- z- you know, Zora and Ritos, like Ritos were in Wind Waker. It said Ritos were Zoras, just evolved. Like we, somehow the world flooded. It's like, hey, we're gonna turn into birds now when we're in our habitat. <laughs> yeah, the Gorons survived, and the Zoras had to evolve, um, which makes no sense because Gorons are rocks. And also, if you try to, you should never try to make any sense. And it doesn't. None of this matters. Still, though, it, it doesn't matter at all. It doesn't. It, no. it, it, um, my opinion of the story is that it's actually awesome. The story, like the overall story, is awesome. The delivery of some of the dialogue is not great and dumb and childish and goofy. But the actual story of being the like the divine beast thing's awesome to me. That a hundred years ago we all came together to kill Ganon with these essentially what are uh, Zords from Power Rangers, just big <laughs> mechanical monsters that oh, look ancient. Sweet. Um, and they had like actual pilots. That, that, all that's really cool to me. Um, and the fact that they lost in a pretty dramatic way last time and everybody died, <laughs> I think that's <laughs> awesome. Uh, so I think the story's cool. Like it's probably my favorite Zelda story. That being said, people who are acting like it's more than that. Relax. It's it's not. It's there, just, it's a really cool setting for the game. But also, if you have a plot that's too urgent, then obvious. Then to me, any open world game that doesn't work in. Like if you're if your goal is just to go find somebody. Once again, that's why The Witcher's so good. You're just trying to find somebody. So just go to these places and just look around. It makes sense that you would kind of mess around and, and, and interact with yeah. the world in a certain way. If the, if your daughter's kidnapped and you have 24 hours to save her or something. <laughs> then none of the side stuff matters and it doesn't make any sense. So I like the fact that it's just go to these regions, talk to these people and try to get control of these beasts. And when you think you're ready, then you take on the, the, the main bad guy, whatever. And, and it's also, and, you know, and that's cool. You also have to recover your memories because mm-hmm. you forgot. You, who you are. I think it's, yeah, it's um, great. Um, and, so I think it's a pretty good story. It's just delivery of a lot of the side stuff is and every side quest sucks to me. Every one of them without any exception. The side quests just are generic, RPG side quests. I think you could have taken all of them out, and the game wouldn't have lost anything. I'm okay. I, I like a lot of. The, uh, there's one side quest in particular that I think is like pretty pretty neat for a Zelda game. It's Which, the, where's it at? Tell me that. Tarrytown, the oh, town that you build. Okay, yeah. Um, but most of all the ones I've been to, and I've been through three. Most of the map, last plot, last part of half the top left of the map, which is the uh, the Rito place. I haven't been there yet. But everything else has been very generic. Go, I want to picture this animal because I want to make a stew. It's just that kind of generic <laughs> yeah. stuff. It's just that just needless uh it's like a yeah. go here collect x for me bring back yeah or yeah exactly go kill this monster this monster is hurting the town those boars are eating my carrots go kill the- that kind oh. of stuff just so- so- sounds like the witcher this monster is attacking the town go kill it boars and carrots and what's okay. so good about the witcher is that when that happens it happens <laughs> there's a griffin talking about oh my god there's a griffin <laughs> like, yeah. i've got to deal with this right now that um, I w- thought, was joke i thought well i wanted to say that i thought the witcher 3 would Failed. eliminate this I thought The Witcher 3 was so good at side quests that we would not do this kind of side quests anymore. That being said, Zelda's been in development longer than that game came out. So I don't think I had time to learn. I think Fallout 4 was also in development co. So I think going forward, big open world games, that's why Final Fantasy 15, even though it's been in development for 35 years, <laughs> had enough time since the last reboot to kind of adjust some of the side quests. But I'm just really tired of that. We had that on a podcast before. I've talked about how tired I am of side quests. And with Zelda, the, the sense of exploration in these, in these areas... And the natural moments you have are so much more interesting than side quest. So the thing that, that went viral with the person talking to you off the bridge, I yeah. we all saw that, yeah. right? Yeah. That's way more interesting than a side quest. It's just more interesting. When you walk up on a guy and be like, hey, what's up? I'm, who are you? I'm, are you Link? Cool. I'm here to kill you. And they start, <laughs> that's awesome. Not a side quest, just something that happens. That speaks to the discoverability in the world, which is the most important part of this game. And side quests just have nothing to do it's, with it. It's one of those things where... Uh... 
that's in you know a lot of open world games like have you seen this part no i haven't and it kind of brings back that whole like from before the internet you know age of it's, discovering yes. things in side quests we all know because we all do them <laughs> but the individual moments we kind of run into are a little bit different so mm-hmm. uh don't want the side quest that's another negative for me um any more negatives i was gonna ask did you, you did you have another one uh, no, 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 no. Yeah, I just okay. have different, like, uh, things I want to ask. Uh, gotcha. Not, any, something yeah. I had for you. Yeah. Uh, any uh, open world, besides SideQuest, uh, and any things that you hate from open world games that we talked about before that you ran into in this? No, and this was really interesting to me. So I'm glad this game came out right after we had that podcast or a couple weeks after because it's the it's everything I said. It's like somebody listened to you in two weeks and made a, made a game. <laughs> the mechanics in this game, there are a lot of systems in this game, but almost none of them are just number systems. They're not just systems for you to slightly buff your guy or whatever. You can never level up in this game. You don't level up, for one, but you mean you can get more hards. But they completely did away with that. They kind of did away with the enemy level, even though there's different versions of each enemy. You literally have a... You can go beat the game from the start. You can just walk up there with your pot shield and your stupid... you know Stick. A bunch of sticks, and you can beat Ganon if you're good enough. You probably have to get a better weapon to beat Ganon, but either way... You don't have to do the, you don't have to do any of that, right? So that part's awesome. The cooking, uh, I hate most games. I love the I, fact of I love to, the cooking. I think the cooking's wonderful. I, it is first of all, it's so easily explained when you look at the ingredients. This mushroom, when cooked with a monster part, makes you resistant to heat. That's it. So I take that and put it with any monster part, and I get the thing I want. It may be different versions of it. Like maybe if you have a high level monster part, it gives you eight minutes of resistance versus three minutes, but it tells you everything you need to know. Like genius. Yeah, I was showing like I was cooking the other day, and I was I was like just funnily putting some ingredients together and Tyler was watching and it was like making like egg casserole and yeah. stuffed e- pumpkin. E- egg, milk, rock. And you I know? love when it's dumb it just gives you the dubious food that's all yeah. and heals like one heart. Uh, I, I made a it was hard food and it's uh, what you just cook a rock like a mineral. Cook a rock, yeah. cook a mineral. It's, hard food. It, it's just hard food. I think and what it allows you to do is so for instance, but I remember both of us we were I think talking over chat or something saying that neither of us found the warm doublet early on. So we had to deal with the cold, cold area in different ways. Um, I just cooked peppers and you, peppers yeah, for me. Peppers, yeah. So like, it just, it, it's there to give you another solution to problems. Uh, it's not necessarily you can go the whole game and never cook. You can just light a stick on fire and walk in the snow. Just, yeah, mm-hmm. walk in the snow because like there's so much, um, but it times out. So like it's, you have to have multiple ones. Like it's just so the systems. It's uh, I forget which interview it was, but I remember the developer said that they instead of giving you a bunch of physics, they gave you a chemistry set, and I think that's a genius way to put it. Their systems are just things you can do and do what you want to with them. So many puzzles I couldn't figure out, so I just did my own way and got the solution yep. to it. Um, I think that's that's awesome. So but the loot in the game is. First of all, there's not that much of it. Mm-hmm. Your limited inventory space keeps you from picking up most things, so I'm not going to waste my time. But there are some times when I've, I've had a really bad fight and lost half my stuff that I will pick up everything. So never is it completely useless, and never is it solely what you have to rely on. And that's why I said earlier, I think it's like it's such a... It is the most gamey game and the most developed from a... I don't know the right word to use, but I'm, it's, des- it's it's over designed. It's designed like it's such a way, so meticulously from where where the things are on the map to how the systems interact, and that's why when people talk about it being just another open world game, which most people aren't, but if you do, that's just that's just wrong. Like it's just it's just it's not just another open world game. It's a fundamentally different experience. It is most certainly a video game, and it's <laughs> and it's so gamey. It's, just, it's Nintendo knows that. Nintendo makes games. They don't make experiences. They don't do none of that other stuff. They just make video games that are fun to play. And this is the epitome of fun. I actually have one last negative. Okay. Um, and it's 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 story related. Um, it is how they build up Zelda as a character. Um, because I like her now. But after you beat the game, I beat the game now. Yeah. <laughs> Five minutes before I beat the game, didn't like Zelda <laughs> because oh the way they don't. So the the game starts with Zelda just being like mysterious and off, yeah. like you don't know what's going on. So you go find your first memory, and Zelda's being like, "I don't know what to do." Link, help! <laughs> Stuff like that. Just like she, it almost makes her seem like she can't do anything by herself. And a lot of the memories are very like Zelda's just crying again. Zelda's upset again. <laughs> Zelda's whining again. But then you get like the the last two memories for her are really really important when you figure out who she is. Like she's a 17-year-old girl who has an entire like kingdom 
that she has to save. Yeah. That she's supposed to save, and she has no idea how under, to do it. Under and a she's lot of scared. pressure. I, what's weird is I think I told you that early. Like I was saying that I thought she sucked. I thought Zelda, Zelda sucks in this game. But I've only got maybe half the memory so far. Maybe just over half. And already, because of two or three of the different cutscenes, I've really grown to like, like, even though, yeah, it's her crying and whining, the one, there's one where she's been praying for like a bunch of days in a row and she just won't get the answers she needs. And like, there's a, and even that's when I started to sort of uh, warm to her voice actress was the moment when she, like, she's extremely frustrated. Everybody around her knows she deserves it. Like, you're doing more than anybody here to get what you deserve and you're not getting it and it's not fair. Like, she's with the uh, the, 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 the champion that's the Garuda. Garuda, yeah. Garuda And lady. she's like, you deserve, like, obviously nobody's working harder than you are and it's not fair. Everybody said you're the key and you don't know how to do it and none of this can help you. So I, I, I'm starting to like it. I'm starting to like it. At first I didn't like it and I, I, I saw that there was, like, a big feminist site that was super anti-Zelda and somebody that I that I followed from IGN, Alana uh, Pierce, responded saying, like, I totally disagree. I think it's actually really good when you look at it and I thought about it in a different way and I, it's kind of cool. It starts off lame, but there's there's a reason, and it's when you watch those cutscenes, you feel like Zelda's the most important part of this, not Link. He's in the background, like just playing the swords. She's like, I, if I don't do this, we're all gonna die. She, she she's sobbing, and he's just like practicing, and like yeah. You, like at the first of the game, you know she failed. Of the for like there was a failure. Everybody did. They were not successful. For it's the last a, years ago. It's kind of cool. It's weirdly. I a, wish it had been longer ago. Hundred years ago is not enough time. Yeah, like you know, it's called Breath of the Wild because yeah. it's the wild. Yeah, it's weirdly post-apocalyptic. Absolutely, like, like not in, in the same vein as Fallout, no, where yeah, it's a wasteland, yeah. but where things are overgrown. You know, th- buildings are destroyed. The monsters. Every, every, yeah. every time Zelda tries to get dark, it's cool. Like I wish it was a little bit less happy-go-lucky. And the dancing around and the laughing and stuff because I, when it goes dark, it's really convincing. And I, I like the 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 area itself is ominous. Like just the the broken guardians around stuff. Like they when they storm the different like uh, holdouts and yeah. seeing them broken on the ground. It's just it speak like it's an actual environmental storytelling, which is really cool. The um, last thing I have to say about Zelda, uh, her design is the best. Is the second best design she's ever had. Um, I prefer Skyward Sword, uh, but her design is really good. I like. I lo- I love the blue. The blue looks great. The dress or the, uh, the I hate the dress. I like the dress. I think it's cool. I don't like the dress. I like, that I like she the has blue. Both looks like she has um, the actual princess look, and then she has the let's get ready to do this look. <laughs> she has two blue. So the blue, the blue dress or like the white dress. The white dress. I don't like the white one. I like the I like the blue one. Um, the final memory that you find sold Zelda for me, and I can't necessarily say why. Yeah, I'm super looking forward to that since I'm already sort of. It's it's very important to Link. That's cool. <laughs> um, and it explain it just I don't know just shows a whole lot, and I really really liked it. Also, like they they tease some um, without spoiling anything for people that haven't played it. They tease other romantic interests from him. I thought it was kind of cool. I had yeah. seen it before because once again I've um, not really played many of them except for the first two. And then skip um, them in Ocarina of Time, there was a Zora who like wanted to marry you. Yep. <laughs> oh, I don't blame her. <laughs> <laughs> she was out of her mind. Uh. Quick, quick positive before we go into something else. Uh, we haven't even taught positives yet. Yeah. Didn't we? No, no we have. We've the just world been, stuff. Um, we haven't had that as an actual discussion topic because there's a lot more to say about positives than there are negatives. We spent a lot of time on negatives. All right, then we'll, I'll wait for that. Okay. I'll wait. Okay. <laughs> Steven, say so, something. Dude, I don't have much to say. I'm just soaking in this information and just watching and learning. So I'll say uh, something and be quiet for the next 15 minutes again. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's funny. What successes does this does this game have i have a list today for some reason um what does it do completely right the open world yeah but in a different way than other open worlds and that's when we'll talk about horizon so this yeah. these games are not similar games yes they're two on the outside games. they look alike yeah on the outside here's two games where you're in the wild with a bow <laughs> yeah you got a bow <laughs> it looks yeah. like it's really similar they could not be more different i mean you do weird, play like weird a weird machine game. animals <laughs> yeah, exactly right. yeah. I mean, you do play a feminine guy in Zelda, and you play more of a boyish girl. Hey, he, he, he's, so he's, not fe- he's not feminine; he's pretty. <laughs> he's always pretty. at one point he's beautiful. beautiful. But yeah. <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> anyway, uh, so let me say this: so Horizon is a dinosaur combat game. Hell yeah, that but sounds awesome. And every sounds every like a Godzilla part, game. You haven't seen anything yeah. yet. I know. Woo! I know, right? But like, oh. and I'm super early in the game. But like, it's a dinosaur combat game with exploration elements. But most of the interesting things in that game are force you to a cool encounter, a hard encounter, a surprising encounter. But it's all about encounters, and that's awesome. Zelda's not that. 
you can you go hours without combat in Zelda because it's not about combat. the combat's fine. I like it a lot actually. I think it's pretty cool combat. The parry system's really good because it's it's pretty tough to get. Like it's yeah. not an easy parry system. You have to be really good with your timing. So I actually like the combat a lot. Horizon's combat's way better, but Zelda's got really good combat for a Zelda game. It is an open world puzzle game. It is it is here's a bunch of places to figure stuff out. The, it's the cl- witness. <laughs> it's, I was about to say the closest game is the witness. It's just it's it's not they're not trying to accomplish similar things at all. And what when you said open world done right, and I'll let you, you know, sort of articulate further, but what I take away from that is literally everywhere you go, something piques your interest, and then you have to figure out why. And no other open world game does that. If you're in Skyrim, maybe you go to a cave that looks interesting. Oh, it looks like there's a little story here where some vampires turned on you, and oh, here's a sword. And this, it's like, why is there an X on the ground? And where do I, what, something, something's going to happen here, obviously. And every time you think it could be something, it's something. And it rewards you with stuff that pays off with gameplay. So the Korok Seeds, which are the main, there's 900 of those little tiny baby puzzles you have to do. And they give you inventory space, which is a big concern early in the game. The shrines are mini dungeons. So it's also an open world with 140 or 130 dungeons, whatever it is. 20. 120? 120. Okay, 120 dungeons, right? But they're all small, so you never get that break in. Like we were talking about earlier, there's four ma- major dungeons. I guess five with Hyrule, the castle. Is the castle a dungeon? The castle is the best dungeon. Okay, that's awesome. So, so far, the, the I like the fact that the the beasts are the dungeons, and they're all about manipulating the beast itself mechanically. And yeah. that's super cool. And that's when the pacing slows, because it kind of takes, takes you a while to wrap your head around it. If it had a bunch of dungeons in the game, then the game wouldn't be fun, because you'd be stopping your pace constantly. But you know when you get into a shrine... And it's, you're about to go to bed, and you see a shrine. You can you can knock it out in ten minutes because it never takes longer than ten. If it's super tough, maybe 15, 20 minutes. In terms of like figuring out the solution or whatever. So the golf one, the golf one. You gotta stasis a ball and hit it at like the right angle with the right amount of power for it to go straight into a hole. That's pretty awesome. I would. I think I like that. One. Um, that being said, so yeah, the open world as a different. It's a different thing. Discoverability is the word I would use. It's just about discovery, not just landscapes, not just enemies. It's actual. Nothing piques your interest more than this game. It, and it's constant. It's constantly rewarding for that. One thing uh, I've been saying since it came out. Uh, have you played Ocarina at the time? Yeah. When you, were you a kid half. at the time? Nope. I played it in 3DS like six years ago. Really? Yep. So when you're a kid, you think Hyrule, Hyrule Field is big. Yeah. It, it seems like an open yeah. world to you. It's You know, you, you can say this too. Absolutely. It's, you know, it looks like you're in an open world and it feels like you're on an adventure. But you're not. When you when you're older and you realize it's a box. Yeah. That's all it is. It's a little tiny sandbox with no with no castles. <laughs> but this when as you know, since you're playing it when you're older, it's like that is the Hyrule field that you remember. Just it's actually like that way and not what your tiny child mind fooled you into thinking it was. It's an actual world you can explore. There's yeah, Hyrule is now a place in your mind, yeah. which is really cool. It's not it's not that box anymore. It's an actual world. I was a huge Zelda fan growing up when I was young because I just played one and two. And I was the one guy in the world that liked Zelda 2 more than the first. I love Zelda 2. I just love it. <laughs> it's overworld and side scrolling. It just spoke to me, right? I love Zelda 1 and 2. That's, love that, those two that's games. that Castlevania in you. And those games are really hard. I never beat them as a kid. 1 and 2, I just, they were really hard games. This game's real hard. Had this game, <sighs> had there been no other Zeldas, and this just came out, hey, we're going to bring back Zelda 20 years later. This is the game they would release because it's just like those games. Yeah. It doesn't tell you anything, it just go. No tutorials. There are systems of the game you never have to do if you don't look for them. Um, so much, in fact, that I forced myself to play it like I did back then, where I would not look at the internet for anything. I just ask friends. Like I got a couple guys at work that play, and I'll ask them, "Hey, what did you do for this?" Oh, cool. I didn't think about that. And it brings back. It just feels so much like the way I played games when I was younger, before gods, actual discoverability. I don't know. It's, it's, it's the most Zelda, th- and I would have been a Zelda fan to this day because we've talked before. Like I'm not a diehard Zelda guy, but I would have been if this was the game that was coming out the entire time. But it changed to something else I didn't care for. I don't care about. I like Wind Waker. It's a great game. I played Ocarina of Time about half of it. I uh, played Link's Awakening about a little bit of it. But they don't speak to me because it's like you go out in the world, go to a dungeon, you get a tool, figure out the dungeon. It takes too long. The pacing is not good for me. I just I kind of got out of it. But this takes it back to what the initial vision was: where you're a kid in your backyard, you're pretending. And that's awesome to me. I agree. What, what was 100%. Miyamoto's thing? Like he went out into the forest yeah, and acted, so. acted, like like he, acted like he was on an adventure. And this is what this game is. Completely. Um, it's the full realized vision of that first game. I think that, that that's what I think of. Is like this is Zelda 1. It absolutely is. In two, two, 
2017. Earth year 2017. Uh, Earth year 2217. That's what it is. And it... No matter what you're doing, there's always something to find. Like, if you just... I want to climb to the top of Death Mountain. Go for it, man. Go do it. Go for it, man. Go for it, man. Um, there's something to do up there. There's um, there's a stable that has an old man at it, and you talk to him. And he's like, "Hey, go find this white horse. Heard about it? You go get that white horse. You come back. He's like, "Hey, this is uh, Zelda's horse <laughs> from a hundred years ago." <laughs> that's, that's so, cool. so, so there's just small stuff. If you look at the map. Uh, if you if you are into Zelda, like, a lot. If you look at the map, you look at areas, there's, like, Darmani, like, Ravine, which is the name of the... Veron. Which is the name of the Goron that you can transform into in Majora's Mask. You look at the... Around Hyrule Castle, there's Romani Ranch, which is the ranch from Zelda. Uh, Well, of course, Zelda. Majora's Mask. It just sounds like a bunch of CEOs from Um, Men's Warehouse. The song you you walk oh, money, into money. you walk into Zora's domain and the song from Ocarina of Time starts playing. You go to and the, that's cool because like I don't have that connection, so all that's lost on me. You go to the Rito Tribe place, and the song that plays is like an acoustic slowed down version Dragon of Roost? Dragon Roost Island from yeah. Wind Waker, which is like the Wind Waker that's song, slow, yeah, and it takes a second, but then you're like, oh, I remember this from like the opening. Um, so much of the game is for me is nostalgia like hitting me like i remember this and it just makes me think of back when i i I talked about this on a podcast before uh where i had a friend who would always come over and he would just watch me play zella Mm -hmm. and it just brings me back to that over and over again because that it just makes me think of like me and a friend sitting down and him watching and both of us together trying to figure out what to do it's yeah. just it's just what it makes me think of the I mean, whole yeah, time. I completely agree with that. And I, I'm glad I don't have the nostalgia for Zelda since one and two, like mm-hmm. a long time ago, because it means the game works outside of that. And that was the biggest concern. When you start seeing these perfect tens everywhere and everybody's scoring it like ridiculous, you start saying, "What? Well, all of these reviews, every one of them talk about all the other Zelda games." So they're rooted in so much positive nostalgia. That it's hard. To, it's hard to fight them. Like I know, like when Castlevania games come out, I would probably over review them because I love them so much. I love what it means to me as like an individual gamer. Um, it already tried this is, the world. This is yeah, <laughs> and this is great outside of that, and that's what makes it I think as good as it is claimed to be. Because outside of those memories and outside of that nostalgia, it's still a great game. Um, I also like the fact that it's a role playing game. Like, it, like it's a, like a it's, it's a, a role playing yeah. game. And I, even more so, like, I, like I play, a, like, early in the game, I made stupid Facebook video where I, like, put a stupid song over Link, sh- link Shredding down the mountain. Rink. And then, in my mind, for the rest of the game, he's, like, an extreme sports guy. And, like, he <laughs> always wears a bandana and the sleeveless shirt. It's all he wears, unless I have to change clothes. Um, and I, I do extreme stuff as much as I can. Like, I'll always, if I want to get on a horse, I'll climb a mountain and then glide down and land on the horse. Like, I'll just, it's just... Because of the chemistry set of a game it gives you, you can do this kind of crap. In a lot of games, you can't. I really like... Um, not many Zelda games give you, like, clothing options. Yeah, um, I love Like, at all. Uh, the only ones this. that do Ocarina of Time lets you change your color. Uh-huh. Uh, Majora's Mask changes your whole race. <laughs> uh, That's awesome. And Twilight Princess gives you a couple of actual yeah. different outfits that do different things yeah one but of them is like a suit of armor each individual piece in this game is awesome mm-hmm. yeah there's there's some you can't like the champions tunic the champions you can yeah. yeah but like i've spent a lot of time taking off all but one pair of clothes so i could diet one <laughs> one color like i spent a lot of time with that so um the outfits link gets are like some of my favorite outfits he's they're, ever had yeah and like he must belongs in a more than his normal like yeah it's, it's crazy to me uh, the, the blue is some, Such a good color. It's, it's somehow almost iconic. Yeah, now. without trying. It's, yeah. Um, um, he, the the default costume, the champion's tunic, the Hylian trousers, and the Hylian cloak. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love it. That's yeah, like that was awesome. my go-to outfit. But I like I preferred looking at the Rito outfit because the Rito outfit is like snow gear. Haven't like, got that one yet. Like the Zora outfit is what I wear most of the, or what I wore most of the time before I got the bandana. The, uh, the the Zora outfit's pretty cool because so it, it in Twilight Princess was the only one that did it. But the Zora outfit in that game gave you flippers. Yeah, this which is the, you got flippers yeah. in this one. I also like the fact the story behind it was cool. But I don't yeah, that, spoiler wise, but um, that's pretty pretty neat. The only I think the only outfit that's a miss is the the Goron one. The beekeeper. Yeah, it's too big. <laughs> you look like a beekeeper. Yeah, it's too too big. Uh, but it makes sense for where you are. 
So it just doesn't look cool. I got the skull helmet thing. It's so terrifying looking. Yeah. I, feel so, so I, have the, I have the helmet in the pants. The Mad Max helmet, so essentially. What I was wearing forever is the sleeveless shirt with that. And they're both like, my shirt's black and the thing's red and black. And it just looks so like intense. And like, I just kept taking screenshots of me bent down behind the enemy about to kill. <laughs> I took uh, so many dumb pictures of me and just like stuff. Just taking pictures. Any game that makes me use the photo mode is a good one, including the selfie mode. Heck yeah! <laughs> took several Did, selfies. Uh, Not enough poses in that though. What you can do? You more. can do eight. There's there's four more. There's if four you hold more. down ZL, he oh, like poses with his weapons. I will try that different when I get home for sure. I know you're all looking at me. Yeah, <laughs> waiting for some input. <laughs> I don't have any. <laughs> Stop asking me. You haven't played, right? Yeah, no, I haven't played. Um, It'll be a while. Oh, also, this this game has my favorite NPC in the whole Zelda franchise. Who's that? Uh, Cass, the man with the accordion, the bird man with yeah, the accordion. Great, yeah. I love him. He's always playing. Uh, oh, what's the song? Song of Storms. He's always playing mm-hmm. Song of Storms. Uh, and when he's at a stable, he's playing Opona song. Um, these are songs from Ocarina of Time. Right, of course. Um, and he always has something cool to say. Like he ha- he has a riddle for you, and he's talking about his master and how he wants. He just wants to go home, but he can't go home until he finishes. Like spreading all the songs that his master taught him or something like that. I haven't finished all of his quests because one of them drives me up a freaking wall and I don't know how to do it. Um, <laughs> but he's just a cool character. I love running into him. Like if I'm I'm flying around, like I'm paragliding, and then I start hearing the accordion, I'm like, oh, gotta find him. Gotta find he's him. around here. And I like that that's how you find him. I think yeah. it's really cool. There's there's like a tower in the Gerudo area where he's on top and I was climbing up the tower and I heard his, I heard the accordion. I was like, oh, where is he? There's a couple where of characters is he? that I was really, like Robbie was awesome. When he, Robbie's cool. Every time he poses, and then uh, the, the what is her name? Riff and everybody applauses. Is her name Pura? 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 Sharkbay. He's awesome. Sharkbay's fantastic. You, you What's his name? Siphon. Sharkbay. Oh, oh, uh, Sy- Sidon. 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 Yeah. Sidon. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, he's he's so called Sharkbay, but he should be called Sharkbay if he's not. That's <laughs> a good name for him because everybody's into him. Like oh, yeah, he's great. Crazy. Um, he's all handsome and poses. Yeah, I have a friend who is. And he winks. I love the. I love the like the. The comparison of the like descendant or like like I guess like the second in line of the champion, uh, like Sidon or Sidon, whatever his yeah, name is, uh, he's a million times cooler than the the Zora girl. Hey, we would know uh, his name if they had voice acting. Yeah, they right. never say his name. Um, then the I like how the Goron is a big tough big, big tough guy. Uh, big tough guy. Big tough guy. The champion's a big tough guy, but yeah, the uh, awesome. his like descendant is like a nervous little yeah. doof. Nervous like he's an idiot, it. and then the. The Gerudo, like, she's big, tough girl. Yeah, uh, cut as shit. Yeah, <laughs> All of the women uh, are cut. Yeah, she's uh, shredded. And I love that they make it, like, when you walk in there, like, hey, you're, you, don't have, you don't have abs. You're not clearly not one of us. <laughs> it's awesome to me. And the, uh, her descendant is, like, a she's, like, a teenage girl. Yeah, she's tiny. small. Another one of those things that she doesn't want the responsibility she has. I don't know. It's good. My favorite, my favorite of the descendants was the... Uh, I like Sidon a lot, but I really like the Rito one. Can't wait to get there. Um, today's on the agenda for today is to finish the, that. Up. Rito's are really cool. Uh, Howcast is my favorite area of the game. Yeah, uh, I'm glad they've saved the best. When one. Uh, makes me happy. the music there is is the best Zelda song ever. That's cool. Uh, because it's it does a very Banjo Kazooie style mean. of music where well yes. when you walk inside it plays like an organ. And it plays like Ganondorf's theme from Ocarina of Time and Zelda Lullaby. When you walk outside, it goes into like a big grandiose song. That's and cool. you can just like walk outside and immediately it just changes like, the yeah, instrument it's playing. That's really cool. Um, that, that's what Banjo-Kazooie does. Like when you jump in water, it plays like a slow Under, down. Underwater version of what song is currently yeah, playing. Yeah, so cool. it, it, it changes with where you are. Um, and the, God, Hyrule Castle's so good. <laughs> it's so good. Um, for me. Yeah. You guys have any other input? really add to it as a review do the review for it yeah so we should talk about our review scale all right brian go ahead you came up with it actually we all did okay you we did. all pitched in um <laughs> so bit. yeah we I, we've i think we've argued before on a podcast that didn't post because it didn't whatever um <laughs> but basically i'm super anti-numbers i don't think they mean anything so a 10 out of 10 feels like it should be perfect because that's a that's a test score if you get 10 out of 10 questions correct then you get a you get 100 right uh, games aren't like that because they're uh, subjective art. So it's not, there's no right or wrong answer. Uh, that being said, uh, what we decided to come up is essentially it's a six point scale, and that's awful. Actually, no, it's broken, what we decided on, right? Yeah. So if a game's broken mechanically, it's going to get broken, and you shouldn't play it. Naughty Bear. Yeah, like Naughty Bear. Uh, right otherwise, otherwise called straight butt. <laughs> straight butt. <laughs> this this butt. game's butt. 
<laughs> it goes from broken to bad, which is just not a good game, uh, to to okay, which is just a decent experience. Do you want to, you know, whether or not you want to spend your money on that would be, are you into this genre at all? If so maybe it's worth it. Then there's good, which I think would be easy to recommend. Great is a must play, and Masterpiece is one of those games that comes out very, very rarely. Um, on that scale, what do you what would you think of Zelda? Cur- of you, currently, currently, where you um, I'm what I'm at right now is great. At great, okay. That's where I'm at, and you top of that scale, baby. Top of that <laughs> scale, <laughs> top of that scale, baby. Yeah, it's I haven't beat it yet. I have one more dun- dungeon area, um, but if I beat the game and it just says congratulations and that's it, it would still be a masterpiece for me. Like it's it's a cake. It is just a class complete like college class in game design it's just here's how you get fun out of des- game mechanics and that's what I'm super into as a gamer is game mechanics and story which stories whatever but from a game mechanics level the mechanics the held you over I've seen in terms of like here's a bunch of tools to play with they don't step on each other, step on each other's feet do what you want to um, it, that game is meticulously designed period so I do totally think that's incredible for that. um, it, 5 out of 6 Mowgli's you got five out of six Mowgli? Five okay. out of six. Yeah. Without playing. <laughs> without, 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 without playing. Because I'm not on the scale because I haven't played it. Uh, it <laughs> Great probably. Wait for the day that we can actually use the Mowgli system. The next Jungle Book game. <laughs> it, uh, I don't know. It just does something that no other game that I've played has done. I was I was talking to them, uh, Tyler and Steven, last night. Steven and Tyler. Uh, <laughs> Steven <clears throat> I was talking to them last night about how uh, my opinion fluctuates frequently. Um, but... Because a lot of time, because I can't remember what I said before, yeah. a lot of time, because I'm just like, I feel like I, th- this is how I feel right now, because yeah. the opinions are dumb. Um, and as of right now, this is my favorite game of all time. Oh, wow. That's, that's bold. I, on the last, the, the, Very bold. we said this on the last podcast, but it couldn't come out because of technical issues. Uh, <laughs> I, if it, if a game can Broken. take me away, I, I'm, I'm dumb <laughs> and I only play Xbox games. Because they have achievements and I'm dumb. I'm stupid. And I'm a piece of garbage. Uh, yes. All of those. This game held me for two straight weeks. That's this weird. is all I did. All I thought I would go to work and I'd be sitting there like, man, I just want to go home and play Zelda again. Like, this is all I want to do. I was so looking forward to Horizon. And I, and I loved the, the first probably six hours I played with it. I loved it. And then I got the Switch. And part of that's because it's a new console that's super exciting, always. I don't want to stop playing it. But I haven't gone back to PS4 since then, except for one to play a fighting game randomly online. But, like, I, and that's weird. Like, I, I'm not a Zelda guy. I don't play these. Like, I've tried over and over again. I don't get into these games. And it's literally all I want to play right now. Uh, that does not speak ill of Horizon. It just speaks so positively of what the gameplay in this game is. Uh, we talked about it before in private. I know me and Steven have about how we really like the fun factor review score back in old game pros like yeah. one of the things and that's what this game is it's just maxed out fun well it's maxed out fun it's kind of like how you said you know i, I i'm kind of getting with you on the whole number thing because you know you wouldn't give a painting a 10 out of 10 it doesn't make sense you, yeah it's either a masterpiece you're in an art gallery what do you think of this piece oh, 10 out of 10 but, <laughs> but would you give a movie a 10 out of 10 no also no Okay, <laughs> because it, once again, it's not a list of questions. Yeah, it's 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 art. It all comes from grading. We all we wanted to grade these, but you grade questions and answers. Um, that's why I've always thought it's really stupid when you have like a like in school and you have a discussion question. You can't give points to that. Like either there's no real way to do that, right? If it's, if it's an opinion piece, you can't really do it. Um, so, so yeah, it's. Uh, I think our scale works really well. We're going to stick with it. So for instance, just as a reference, I think uh, we had a, the review cast, spoiler cast for Resident Evil Seven. That would be uh, between good and great for me. I think like it's top of the great for me. But probably, I would say great. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm good. With it's that real high up on great for so me. So this year, I did not expect to have a great and masterpiece already, and that's awesome. Um, I'm not played enough of Horizon yet. I think so far. It's I think great. it's going to be great. I'm way too early. So far, it's absolutely great. We'll see where it goes from there. It's um, good year. I haven't played a game yet that's below top tier great. Yeah, that's in great. my opinion. Oh really? I just well, that's right, because you had Neo as well. Yeah, Neo also, which I think is great. Resident Evil 7, probably better, but I like Neo better. Neo, I would put good for me. Um, I liked it a lot. I want to make this apparent, because I don't, I don't know if I've, how many times I've said it on this particular podcast. Yeah. Um, I did not have any faith in Zelda 
at all. None, I don't think any of us did. I don't, uh, I don't I think any of us. I, I refuse to. I, you, you refuse to. <laughs> I hated... I've accepted it now. I hated how much buzz it was getting. I was seeing on Twitter about people being like, oh, I can't can't wait to like lose my life in this new Zelda game. I'm like, that's not what Zelda is. That's not, how, that's not what these games do. None of these games will ever do that for you. And look at you now. And, you're but, and then you're still totally right. Like I told you earlier, I saw tweets about... Uh, people go into a certain part of it and having their heart broken and crying because the story was so touching and it was not stop it doesn't need this just say it's super good and fun that's all we anybody has to say it's not life changing dialogue's not good it's that's not why this game is not a um literary masterpiece it's not that's not what it's about <laughs> um, they're the kind of people that, they're the kind of people that think mayonnaise is kind of spicy and they, yeah, so, and oh god I don't know what that nails that actually sounds spicy mayonnaise sounds fantastic it does um but those people were going to say those things regardless of what came out. Yeah. That game could have been anything. Um, so I do agree with usually like the Zelda buff games get, mm-hmm. but this one actually deserves it. Um, so yeah, masterpiece for me for sure. But like I said, there's also the whole, you know, people tearing it down just because it's Zelda too, yeah, as well. So. Yep. Video games, man. Games are cool. This year's awesome. So good so far. How many times can we say that? <laughs> hey, well, we're going to keep saying it. We're going to try to match it up to the amount of times that until Brian Mass brings Effect. up. Yep. Until, <laughs> Bri- <laughs> Mass Effect sucks. until Brian brings up Witcher again. And then we have to say, this This year's great every single time. It's go down. I agree. Bounce. Every major game that's coming out this year other than Mass Effect has like the potential to be the best. Mass Effect still has the potential. Nobody's played yeah, yeah. yeah. Like so uh, I mean, you can play, comes, the, you can play out, the first 10 hours now. comes out in a few days. Play, well, yeah, 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 access, yeah. yeah. Access, yeah. One last question mm. before we kind of, you know, wrap it up. Do you think there's a possibility of a game, in your personal opinion, taking the throne as your favorite game this year over Zelda? Yeah, for me, Red Dead, absolutely. Uh, Red Dead, possibly. I'm not saying it. If, I don't think it will, but it, it's the only one I think If ukulele Ukulele can definitely take yeah. uh, a very important spot for me. And so can okay. Spectre of Torment. Yeah, I know it's not a game. I don't think either of those games can take this spot for you. Bloodstained? Bloodstained this year? No, it's 2018. No, oh, my bad. Yeah, got me. Uh, but even that probably couldn't take away because we know exactly what we're getting. You know what you're getting with the ukulele. You know, I know exactly what I'm getting with Bloodstained. You know what you're going to get. Well, at least the best case scenario, you know what it is. A really good version of the thing you've already done before. And it's the only something we haven't done before. So. Yeah. Red Dead is the, uh, the one with the high ceiling. Uh, yeah. I feel like... so. One of my favorite games of all time is Banjo Kazooie, of course. Um, Ukulele has the potential to you know take that over. Like yeah. Banjo is a very important game for me that I didn't play until like 2011. <laughs> like it's an old game I didn't play until 2011. It's one of my favorites. Um, and Ukulele shaping up to be like Banjo Three, man. We'll see. I can't we'll wait. See. Hopefully, we'll see, man. yep. I'm hoping. The only other game that I think has a high potential for me, I'm, I'm Red Dead probably does, but. The, the most important one for me is Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. Uh, yeah, Same. I mean, I'm, I'm super into Like, Injustice is, doesn't have yeah. a chance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be good. I'm looking forward to it'll it. Be, it'll it's be all right. Gonna, but it's not going to be, yeah. Just I a quick agree. thing on that. You want to just talk about, like, falling out of the, the hype of one of my favorite, you know, one of my favorite new fighting games, one of my favorite things, fit, one of my favorite developers, and I just dead. This is, Injustice 2 uh, is going to be the worst game NetherRealm has made. Maybe. We'll see. I'm, I'm, cu- I'm curious. Firestorm, man. Yeah. Start off with great games and it was bad. Not it's bad, just disappointing. Yeah. Disappointing. Oh, yeah, I don't think it was bad. I just we don't think it. I don't be. like we, anybody saying this disappointing or bad. Until you play it. I hate that. We yeah. we've we'll completely see. forgotten about the most important game this year. Tekken Seven. No, the the next Assassin's Creed. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, hey, it might I, be I'm good. About, might be good. I hope it's good. Taking oh. some time off to make yeah. a better one. Hope. Awesome. Yeah. I hope. still feel burnt out. Here's hoping. But anyways, we're Webusters. We're closing out. Bye. Oh. Dude, it's straight butt. <laughs> straight butt. I, I really want you to cut this whole section out. Oh, no, I'm recording and it. And put it at the end and say, dude, that's straight butt. <laughs> <laughs> like, as the sounds go down.